Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I am Kevin, and this week uh, episode rendition edition of the podcast is a little bit different. Uh, two of my friends, uh, two of my really good friends from back home from when I grew up, uh, the formative years of my childhood, decided they wanted to try their hand at some podcasting. And whether or not this spurs, spurns, spurs, spawns, whether or not this spawns a regular weekly edition to Men of the Machine or an all-new podcast in and of itself starring those two and potentially myself, I'm of course always willing, the, uh... That would be great, and it would be wonderful, but we'll see what happens from there. But we wanted to get a feel for it. Charles has done a podcast on here with me before, obviously, uh, very recently with our list of favorite albums. Lucas has never done a podcast with me over the six years of doing this, so this is new waters for him. It was a a fun time. It was a good time to talk about everything from fast food burgers to anime to uh, uh, addiction tendencies. It really covered the gambit. Of, of everything there was to, to offer. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you do, let me know. If you're a friend, tell me. If not, the Facebook or a comment on the iTunes and or whatever the frig you listen to this through. So I would appreciate that. But otherwise, uh, enjoy the ramblings of three friends 10 years after high school. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, you're hearing chicken in the background now. Yeah, now she's upset with you. No, she was yelling at the cat for crunching my headset. Of course she was. Because the the stupid panel thing on it keeps popping off now. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it works. It sounds fine. It just has a panel that keeps popping off. Just take the panel ex- off. Uh, then I have a bunch of exposed wires hanging out of it. Yeah. That's chic. Mm. That's a... Nah. Uh, uh, that's a... What's the... Uh, steampunk? That's a real yeah. steampunk look. Don't you love yeah. Keanu Reeves? I don't know if I'm good. You know what? That's that. a good place to start. Keanu Reeves is overrated and a bad actor. Whoa, he said it. <laughs> oh, are we are we recording now? <laughs> that was such a. Oh, I've been recording for a long time. Uh, oh, okay. that was such a genuine. Oh, <laughs> the <laughs> well, follow-up statement kind of devalued it, but the you thing know, it is started. That I I think he's such a good guy that. That's irrelevant. I'm not talking about I, that. I know that like, so you, want, you want to consider him a good actor, too. You know what? That That's a good segue into the next time. No, that's moving way too fast, but I do have <laughs> beef with you about that. Literal beef he, regarding beef. He does, he does do basically the same role in almost every Well, movie. so that's not a huge issue because, like, Russell Crowe does the same role, for, uh, role forever, but he's, like, a good actor at it. Or, or Will Smith or um, uh, Chris Pratt. Like, they all do the exact same guys. But the way that they do it is very, like, centralized to the movie they're in. Keanu Reeves does something that's never in script and is always just Keanu Reeves, and it's bad until John Wick. And then I've got my own beef there because even in John Wick... You've watched the movie, right? We've all seen it. I haven't watched the John Wick movie. Okay, it has I the, watched. I watched the first two, it's a, it's and I thought choice. they were entertaining. They're incredible. They're great movies. But they're specifically... Uh, movies to showcase stunt work that's their their the director is a former stuntman he hired like all of his buddies to do all the choreography it is a stunt movie through and through and the dialogue is to suit it's very short concise bad guy good guy i'm gonna kill you no you're not yes i am he kills him moving on but even that delivered by keanu fucking sucks like for example <laughs> one point yeah lucas uh, charles will remember the scene but he's like 
you know, Keanu, you know the story, right? The, yeah. The, the basic I, I, yeah, they kill his yeah. dog, and he goes on a rampage. He's an ex-hitman. That's it. Uh-huh. And he's, like, um, he, he halfway through the movie, he's, like, murdering the shit out of everyone. You know, he's going going all John Wick on him, which is now a verb for how cool mm-hmm. you can kill someone. So he's going all John Wick on him. And uh, he's like, you know what? People keep saying, hey, John, are you back? Well, I got a pretty good idea. Yeah. I'm back. And it said that bad. If you thought I was doing a shitty rendition of him doing it, no, that was spot on for how he delivered the line. It was terrible. The dialogue was bad and his delivery was garbage. I just, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, so my favorite Keanu Reeves movie is a movie called Speed. Knock, knock. Okay, I was wrong. I just wanted to take Uh, a shot. Continue. And I think until you watch that, because that's definitely his best work. I'll look uh, it up while you're talking, so I have an uh, idea. Knock, knock. It's uh, <clears throat> it's an experience that I can't really explain, Ooh, but it, if you watch Knock, Knock, and then you watch his other movies, you're like, oh, this isn't the worst that he can act. But Wait. The knock knock's not the worst. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What? No, no. Every other movie. Okay, okay. So, like by comparison, I guess. It, you it, watch that, and then his other movies seem better. Yes. Uh, Got you. Except for Bill and Ted, which also I think should never have gotten one sequel, let alone another thirty years later. Yeah. I that hate that movie. Worse. Allie made me watch it, and I'll never forgive her. Yep, she did. She did make you watch it. <laughs> it was one of our movie nights. It was her selection, and of course, you know, she won the roulette. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but I don't. Again, it's just you know what? It's a it's a very simple divide. I don't get it. I don't understand his appeal. Like you said, outside of yeah, greatest guy ever. He's super nice. He gives money yeah. away. He's a sweetheart. Of course, I'm never gonna argue that. And I think the man deserves the world because of that. He clearly does good things with what he does. But as an actor in movies where he's supposed to be acting and delivering dialogue. He's absolute ass. Yeah, yeah. To me, I guess there's I a char- say. there's a charm to it for me because I like really cringy B movie kind of. Uh, you know what? That's a solid argument in itself. Is like the intent of the acting, like the yeah. intent of the performance, and if you like that style, okay, that's fine. I, you I know do, what? I do. I, I get you. I I you know sometimes it's hard because like it's it's really cheesy. That's his but. thing. He's he's like, oh, I was going to say something real bad right there. I was going <laughs> to say like he's an untalented Nick Cage, but yeah. I think that would make other people even more mad because I, Nick Cage is one of the greatest actors we've ever seen, and I stand by that, and I can yeah. I can prove it. But the point could people, people say his new movie is flawless. Well, his new well, one's got 100, but his last four movies have been flawless. Mandy, Pig, uh, the one that's in the amusement park, uh, The Color from Outer Space, and now this. So five movies yeah. of legitimate 90-plus ratings. Just he's, <laughs> and, and it's, it's so good. He's so good. And they're all and, weird. And they're all different. He does not – he is – you could never accuse Nick Cage of playing the same character. Yes, he <laughs> has the Nick Cage-isms, the freakouts. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Uh, one of my favorite – parts of community is when abed does the uh study on nick cage uh and they I go don't wanna, over i don't want to talk about community oh sorry i know it's a soft spot for you so it's a real sore subject but <laughs> but nick cage is like he's he's a genius but also he's the worst actor at the same time so it's like he, a, he's like a walking paradox 
he's a he's a theater actor so overacting is like it's, it's part yeah. of the nature there's a lot of other actors him like that but the other the biggest part of it is he has a severe spending addiction and he throughout the entirety of the 2000s to the 2015-ish uh he took roles specifically because he was bankrupt and he took any role like that's well documented that he would say yes to any script that his manager could get him because he needed the money because he was bankrupt yeah and then and this he, new movie is basically they're like what if we took that and wrote a movie about that and then yeah. pitched it at nick cage and asked There's, him to play himself and he was like yeah i'm in he's denied it for over a decade they they pitched this movie to him in like 2008 or something 2009 and he was like no are you kidding me and then you know years go by and he's like no are you kidding me and now we're in the nick cage assance and uh like the, the <laughs> meme culture of who i was he gonna is. say he's more of a meme these days yeah the meme culture surrounding him and he was yeah. like you know what sure and it ends up being freaking incredible according to all this shit so yeah. i Isn't mean i'm a guy board. that's in it with him from the mandalorian Pedro pascal yeah People Dead. love him. No, he's not. Pedro's not the Mandalorian. He's um, he's in the uh, new sequel, the new sequels, the, oh, the, the the new the new trilogy, right? No, am I thinking? No, of, no, I'm no, thinking of he's... Oscar Isaac. I'm thinking of Oscar Isaac. That's my bad. You are no, he's in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's my yeah. bad. Which uh, he's also he's also in the show Narcos. Oh right, that's, that's where he got his big. Speak. Yeah, well, I'm sure he was big before that, but that's where he became like a household name. He yeah. was like a he was one of those actors that you would see in a lot of different things, and you wouldn't know him by name, but you would recognize him from a bunch of other movies. And then he was in Narcos and became like his own lead actor role. Yeah, I mean, he's a massive get for stuff. He's also he's also you guys will like this because you're DJs. He's uh he's the main character for the Last of Us uh, show they're making or movie or show whatever oh. it ends up being uh what's the oh, guy's name from the last of us um joel joel yeah he's yeah, cast joel he's already Ellie. been cast as joel so Dude, he'll it'd kill be cool it. if they actually cast ashley johnson who was the voice of ellie as but is she too old no she's like i mean in her 30s maybe no she's too old <laughs> she's way too old yeah she looks like a grown-ass woman man she's she 38 is. years old <laughs> play a, uh yeah. to play a teen i mean don't get me wrong movie magic is powerful but like she's a full-grown woman she knows she what did she's the about. voice in the game oh i wonder if she did it also in the um in the uh in the sequel probably right? <laughs> yeah she did she did it in the sequel too she has a twin sister named Haley johnson no Does not she twin really? she's older know. but my god she looks almost identical she's one of and those chris cr johnson critical role gals Oh, yep. she's on the. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's yeah, the she's blonde on one. Gosh, yep, she is. yeah, with Marisha, 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 Marisha. Ray. Yep, Marisha Ray, Laura yep. Bailey. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. that's correct. Yeah, that's right. All Look those are that. right. Look at that. Google didn't tell me that. I knew that. Yeah, those guys are wonderful. I I uh, watching their their show uh, that got kickstarted. It's just the story around it about how the fans basically funded it and uh... yeah we went to a whole i don't i'm sure charles has told you at this point we went to a whole panel for that before it came out at comic-con yeah. and they talked about it was an online panel so like we were in a big conference hall and they were yeah. on a screen which is a bummer but um it was still really cool how how it kicked off and the fact that it's uh jake talks about it a lot he's like the fact that it feels like a D, &D campaign and not a tv show is like a credit to it 
it's yeah. not like a sh- it's not like a shitty cash grab it's like they made their campaign and they just got animators basically yeah and yeah uh, the show the show was phenomenal I, I i just think also the people that didn't know what it was already um the response from just like normal people that had no idea what critical role was was also good so it was like it wasn't just a show that like the fans could love like a lot of people ended up liking it and it's like you know what, although that's guys. what people say about arcane and fuck that show oh i liked arcane i watched yeah two I liked, episodes, I liked which arcane i will admit too. is not enough you have to watch three so i'm one off um wow. but and they're still kids i don't know when they grow up like the press releases and all that like nah, the only reason if, i know they grow up is because the marketing shows them only grown up so i don't if, I don't if you didn't like it by the end of the second episode you weren't gonna like it at all probably you think what? so yes it has the corniest adventure plot i've ever seen in my life it is literally like textbook cliched which isn't a bad thing all the time i'll admit that i'm not using but for me when you can literally like point out the story bits one by one as it's going on you're like yeah oh it it does it does improve on that a lot throughout the course of the next several episodes actually it also so that that's a good thing it's a show about existing lore so and that's what makes me even more mad. People are constantly trying to say it's not League of Legends. It's not League. It is it an is. advertising for advertisement for League of Legends. That's the only reason it exists. Yeah, I mean it. It, it matches up canonically with uh, the lore that's from it's the game. Canonically, just canonically, canonically. Yeah, thank you. Nope, canonically. <laughs> uh, and the thing about what Riot is doing is they're. They're presenting it as its own brand. You know, the, yeah. there's like the arcane brand, which is like, yeah. you know, trying to separate it. But but when you immediately make some characters into new champions for the game, you're like, oh, no, that they're not separate. Yeah, they're not separate at all. And when you're pulling from lore and pulling characters and people, your fan base is getting excited about which people they're going to see and all that. Right. Nah, you ain't separated. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, that's exactly what it was, it, and because I'm a fan of League of Legends, I think is why uh, I no, liked no, it no. So much. Um, the proper term is dirtbag. Uh, uh, I like the show better than I like the game. That's because you're just the dirt part. You're not full bag. <laughs> I always Luke think of goes full as bag. bag. I I go full <laughs> bag, and maybe even worse because I go full I, bag. I play I play Mobile <laughs> yeah. Legends Bang Bang. I, that is way worse it's that not like worse. maybe worse it's like dramatically worse because that's like a I failed actually, wait, product no no i actually thought it was better because that game is a much better game than league of legends it's like a failed product version of it though but nah, somehow it's like they a, did better but they don't it like cut. they don't support it the fan base is like 20 people and they don't advertise it anywhere they're just like yeah it still exists well, well i it, mean in the philippines it cuts and out stuff, all the <laughs> it cuts out all the worst fair. aspects of League of Legends, which is the community talking to each other. That That's, is fair. It cuts that, that is... right out, and that makes it a way better game automatically. I, I can't argue that. That's a very good point. You that, can yeah. play without getting trash-talked literally the oh, entire time. And a quick disclaimer, the only reason I hate League of Legends the way I do is because I am not smart enough to play it. 
The gameplay <laughs> is boring as shit. The entire game is based around, you know, team dynamics and making sure you're fitting your role and you're taking uh, certain moves to, to get the advantage down the run and you're leveling at the right time doing this and you're and whatever. I get all that. The problem is I don't get all that. And that's fucking, yeah. it's not worth it when the gameplay is such point and click. If the gameplay yeah. was a little more dynamic, I might try to get more into that strategic team-based element that the game clearly thrives. I mean, obviously, it's one of the biggest games of the world. Yeah, it just I can't just be hitting the three key and then it, making it, sure it, I click as fast as I can. I can't. Do it that. honestly feels more interactive when you play it on a mobile device. And I tried Wild Rift uh, when that came out because I was like, you know, if I'm gonna play this game in the shadows in my closet then I might as well play the real thing. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it just, honestly, it wasn't the same. And I'm not sure if that's because Riot has to kind of... I think a touch-based UI is beneficial to these things. I just, uh, I just... I liked yeah, I liked Wild Rift better than Mobile Legends. Oh, no. Charles, you're all over the place. You're really spreading the gambit on uh, the differences between Luke and I on these two things. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's got to <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I don't I know. It's just... They, it, it has that same, like, gotcha game yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Uh, but the, the grinding is, is not the same. And at this point, I, I, I enjoy the art style and the characters from League of Legends. Just... It, it's... The concepts are cool. Well, once you're in, when you're I try in. to play, it's it's not fun to play for me. <laughs> it's uh, on the computer. You're saying, yeah. yeah. So same, to, same to me, actually. I, that once you actually get to playing the game after you've played like one game, you're like, all right, that's more than enough for me. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to take back my statement about gameplay being more fun or uh, the mechanics being simpler. Cause I played Pokemon unite, which is the dumb guys version. And I it thought is. that was terrible. Yeah. So uh, I lied. I like it's it. just not for me. I was trying to make an excuse like I could like it. No, it's just not for me. It's just... Which is okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not okay. The world needs to bend to my whims, and you know this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which segues pretty well into the next thing I want to talk about, which is fast food sandwiches. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I no, yep, I was... so, so just as a little bit of a preamble for anybody who wants to know... Uh, we were having a conversation with our group chat earlier where uh, one of it our buddies... It started off missing... great. It started yep, off so, wonderfully. So, yes, it did. Which the, the way it started off was, fuck our friend Mason, who recommended a... Uh, hot, hot honey hot chicken honey sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, yep, that's what Hot I honey said. chicken sandwich from Wix. <clears throat> and he loved it, and he was like, everybody needs to go get it. Um, yeah. I loved it. They so, loved it. Everyone loves it. Ask your mother. She'll tell you she loves it. <laughs> so, so Lucas jumps into the group chat today, and he said, "Mason, which is a rarity for him so to kick something off you right now." Yeah, I, I, uh, I honestly was. Uh, I have a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. Like I had my car stolen, and oh yeah, and you like, stole a car. I forgot about that. Yeah, was just I just found out I have to pay money to get my stolen car back from the police. Uh, and... From the police? Yeah. <laughs> like they have it, not an impound lot. Not an impound lot. They have it. And you have to pay them to get your stolen property back. That's correct. Because they ha they paid to have it towed to their barracks. Yeah, they're public servants. Of course they did. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, this isn't political. Continue, continue. Anyway, so I, I'd been pretty stressed out, and uh, I decided to treat myself. 
you know <laughs> and i no I, no I, it's I, not funny i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not. <laughs> and and Wendy's is a pretty big treat for me. I don't I don't get to go often, you know. <laughs> and uh, and my good friend Mason, you know, who I thought I could trust once upon a time, right, right? You know, even after he banged my girlfriend back in the day, you know, I still that wasn't his fault. I mean, it, it was it was, but it wasn't his fault. I don't. I mean, I don't it blame definitely him was, but it wasn't. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was his fault. Yeah, it was a hundred percent not. Definitely yes, his fault. I ordered this hot honey chicken sandwich, uh, and I I was confused when I opened it because it was small. Uh, oh, I can't wait. Okay, sorry. Continue. It was I've... everything about it was soggy, and I think uh, the best, the most redeeming part of the whole meal was when the fried pickles fell off of the burger, and I could wait, eat I'm those by I'm themselves. Sorry. Fried like they were frickles. Yeah, frickles. Oh. I love but pickles. Okay. You didn't notice them much when you ate the sandwich because of all the slop that was messing with them. So when they fell off the sandwich and you could eat them by themselves, I think that was the best part of the meal. But if you I think... wanted to pay $11 for fried pickles, I'd go to a sporting event or something, you know? Like You love frickles, but no, you're 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 right about that. <laughs> you're just you're just right about that. And so I I I had to uh unleash a lot of this pent-up anger towards mason because he deserves it honestly yeah well he is yeah, he, he is by he far the no that's not the right word i think i am the most critical food person but he is by far the toughest food critic the dude only likes yes. it if it costs a hundred dollars <throat> and i've seen it i've seen it in action yeah i've gone to those restaurants with him and if you are walking by a restaurant with Mason, you're like, hey, let's go here. He has to look it up on Yelp to make sure it's a minimum four and a half stars. Otherwise, he ain't going. And yeah. when he's there, he prefers to order whatever's the highest rated dish. That's the kind of guy we're talking about. Mm -hmm. he won't even so he recommends this slop-ass <laughs> slop hot honey chicken sandwich, the slip slop. Well, okay, give me a little clarification here. Why is Virginia calling me? Okay. Fuck off. Um, so, so quite a question. Was the flavor there at least? No. Like, if you had boiled it down to a to a to a shot glass of flavor and you just went like this, would that be no. enjoyable? No, because no, there there was some about the pepper jack cheese that just didn't have much pepper or, or jack. jack to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I'm I, I want a little jack with my pepper jack. Right, right. Uh, and. And the uh, whatever the hot honey sauce was, had had soaked into the top bun, mm -hmm. and and had it hadn't distributed distributed itself over it the chicken. It was like a pocket. It was like yeah, it was like it all soaked up in the bun, uh, which was weird. And um, the chicken itself was you know crispy original Wendy's chicken. Yeah, it's classic but chicken. It's pretty pretty. pretty you know good. when you like microwave frozen chicken tenders and the the breading gets soft and mushy you know exactly what i'm talking about right. so that's what that's what the, the the texture of the chicken was like and i'll give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe that wendy's was having don't, a bad day don't i was just about to lead into that you cannot give him here's why hold on let me stop you right there so here's <laughs> why it first off a personally i love soggy foods i'm a big fan like one of my favorite food 
things in general is fried food that's gotten soggy. I'm not. I don't know why. I'm not gonna try to like sell you on it. I just like it. De- you know, I'm the guy who leaves the cereal in the milk for a few minutes before he starts eating. You know what I mean? Like that's just yep. how I do things. So, <laughs> if that's why I asked about the flavor, because if the flavor was good, then I'm in. But if the flavor is whatever, but the reason why you cannot give him the pass on that, fast food. In specific, McDonald's, uh, uh, Ray, what was his name? Ray Crocker, what's the guy's name? The guy who yeah, found yeah, it? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, the, the whole movie about it, the founder with Michael Gee. The mm. whole point of what they do, and across the globe, and McDonald's set the standard, Burger King, Taco Bell, KFC, Wendy's, Popeyes, everyone followed it, is the supply chain and the standard for how you make it is across the board. There is no variation. It doesn't matter what the person behind the counter is having a bad day, is this or the other, if they make a sloppy burger, it's because the standards of the fast food chain across the board is identical. So when someone recommends to you a fast food item, any single restaurant you go into is indicative of the uh, response and the styling of the food you're going to have, whether it's a good or a bad version of it. You can never guarantee a good or a bad, so the recommendation counts it all. It counts any situation where that sandwich is made poorly or perfectly you cannot write that off as it's a bad wendy's no it's a fucking wendy's if i go to any wendy's the thousand (laughs) in the u.s that's the experience that you get to have you don't get to pick it just happens and okay but but here's an example of something contrary to that so there's a mcdonald's chicken sandwich you can go to any mcdonald's and get it i've gotten it at a mcdonald's before Allie went and got it at a mcdonald's close to where she works and when she was handed this sandwich, she unwrapped it, and what she received was a completely unassembled sandwich. Oh, I've form. I've had I've had just a Big Mac that all was like over that. the place, it's just like disaster. an explosion of sandwich. Yeah. And if you go to McDonald's and you've never had this chicken sandwich, and you buy this chicken sandwich, and one dude is like, "Ah, it's my last day," he's just throwing ingredients into the mm-hmm. foil. He's wrapping it up. He's like, "Fuck it, nobody cares." He's handing mm-hmm. it off to everybody. Uh, and that's your first chicken sandwich of that variety of McDonald's, you're going to think that's the standard, but it's not. It could be completely no, different in no. 9 out of 10 McDonald's. The variety of how it's made is the standard. That's the thing with a national chain with over you know X amount of thousands of locations. If you went to a diner and they served you a sloppy burger, and I've been there a million times and I know that it's always this way, then yes, you're right. Oh, that's not the right way. It's usually this way. But every McDonald's is a different person, a different day, a different emotion, a different fucking problem they're dealing with. You don't get to control that. So it is indicative. The variety is part of the recommendation. You can't I guess that. I guess that actually makes sense because when people are looking at, like, so if you're looking at, like, PBR and Budweiser and different kinds of beer, they actually don't grade those things in terms of how good one flavor of one is opposed to another. They grade it in the consistency of how much each one is like the one before it uh how much all the batches are similar that's what they use to grade how good they are yeah it's it's like the it's like the hilarious meme about mcdonald's broken ice cream machine i've never been to a mcdonald's with a broken ice cream machine but it's a goddamn meme for a reason because out there thousands of them have and now it's a joke it is a universal truth now at this point that the variety of that situation when you go in it may or may not be the way you're sold on it so, yeah, that's that's actually a good point. If the franchise doesn't instill reliable quality, then yes, you could definitely go yeah, there. And some it's dude a part of it. Is having a shitty last day of his career at McDonald's and disassembles a sandwich and hands it to it to you, and he's like, "Here you go. Here's your slop ass hot honey chicken." And the eat it out of a trough, you bitch. The other side to the statement, which is why I asked the question, 
is that the 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 the, the buildup, the architectural structure and structural integrity of the sandwich is irrelevant to the flavor because the flavor will always be identical. Yeah. Sloppy, all over, mixed around, thrown at you through a cannon, doesn't matter. The flavor is all sourced from one thing. That's why they do it the way they do it. So if he didn't even like the taste, that's yeah. just that's just fucking this is all out the window. I know. And it was like those frickles just disappeared in the in the slop mess, you know. <laughs> in the slip slop? Like I said, by themselves, as they fell off, I was like, Oh, these are good. Where are those in the sandwich? I've so, had that. Ha- I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what? My favorite. Well, no, hold on. We got to get on to the more important thing. Hey, Charles, yeah. do you have any more topics on Slip Slop? Um, no, I don't have any more input on Slip Slop. Oh, All right. Slippy Slop. So you said in the chat, and I quote, I don't quote. I don't have my phone open at the time. And oh, I no. quote, it's a shame because I, I always like Wendy's or I always trust Wendy's or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yes. Why the hell do you always trust Wendy's, who so, has the thinnest, weakest burgers in the oh, game? Oh, man, come on. That's because... In the game. Go fr- order a Fresh, standard... never frozen. Irrelevant. Frozen is a modern marvel to... of food preservation. <laughs> no, frozen foods are legitimately a miracle in our lives that we can transport they stuff are. the way we do. Frozen is good. Fricker. Uh, uh, it also does instill a flavor profile, though. It does. It In, does. Indisputably. It does. No, no, it uh, does. It does. I will say that Wendy's, uh, there's a few different qualities I rate them by. And, and again, I do have a story of when I was 19 and I found Wendy's breakfast for the first time. Right, right. Uh, it's a great their, breakfast. Their breads, their buns, what, whether it's brioche oh, or their Whoa. bread work is phenomenal. And I cool. like the taste of their meat as opposed to, you know, some of the other joints, you know, the, you the mean flavor. the lack thereof taste to their meat. Right. Right. Uh, and no, I, sauces, I have a point for that. I'll get, uh, to that. you know, their sauces, I'm sure are all the same ketchups, mustards, you know, uh, they but, have the weakest sweet and sour for my nuggets and I'm a nuggets guy. I'm, I'll a, give I'm a sweet that. and sour guy. I don't do that much. Their barbecue is fine, but their sweet and sour is not good. I also really enjoy their salads with their grilled chicken. Ooh, you know what? And you got me there, Chief. The salads their, are great. Their line of lemonades that they do. <laughs> I've never gotten anything that's not either a Diet Coke or water. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't go to fast food for the beverage. I, uh, I really don't know. I just have always gone to Wendy's. I, I always find their their produce to be fresher. It it. Maybe it's I get not. That. Yeah, Maybe it might. This... I, it might be, but I get it. You know what I mean. You know. It's... So that's the thing. Wendy's is the target to McDonald's, Walmart, right? Right. Like in theory, and it, well, in practice, they're not that much different. But no. perception and marketing is dramatically different. Right. And they might be a dollar or two more, honestly, in the long haul. Uh oh. I think yeah. they. I think they are actually a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Now, they my did, opinion uh... on Wendy's is that before the chicken sandwich wars. They had the best of the chicken sandwiches, but then yes. everybody stepped up their game, I th- and uh, you, mm, I now they're not the top. That. Now they're not the top. I, I, I'm they, with Kevin on this. They had the best, maybe the best artisanal chicken sandwich, like you know the full fledged with everything yeah. in the big piece. Maybe sure, but Burger King's long chicken sandwich for a oh, buck fifty or whatever is my shit. Sandwich. It's my shit. Yeah. I love that, and it's just a different. They're not, you know, that's that's apples to oranges, but come on. I'll have to say, though, when it comes to fast food restaurants, the big guys are my least favorite. 
McDonald's, Burger, Burger King, King, Wendy's. Uh, I mean, Wendy's. I, I do. That's I do the big like three. Them. Those That's are the big, big three. three. Three, right? And Burger King and McDonald's is just there's something about it that's just which is terrible. why I said what I says to you about um about Wendy's and it's the intangible, which is they do have Burger King and McDonald's in specific. Wendy's is like if you made diner food, but like really, really cheaply, like how cheap can we make diner food? So it has all the basic profile. It has the quote unquote fresh veggies appeal to it. And the buns are pretty good. I'll give you that. Buns are great. Yeah. But it tastes like cheap versions of a burger. Whereas yeah. McDonald's and Burger King for better or worse for me, better for you worse. They chose a flavor profile. Like they are yeah. distinctly McDonald's and Burger King. Um, and some people like I love it. I'm a slut for it. I will. I there's like a McDouble just does something different for me. Ugh. To me, I can't. I'm not yeah. gonna defend the quality <laughs> of the burger. I, I would never. Exactly what it does to you. Right? Um, <laughs> I would never. Oh, that's actually a fun thing I want to talk about in a minute. Remind me that comment, Charles. I want to talk about. It. But anyway, it, it's that specific flavor profile which is uh, applicable to all sorts. There's like people who claim they have a favorite potato chip, and there's people yeah. who claim they have a favorite, you know, fucking soft pretzel i don't know i'm just running but that sort of thing exists for a reason and Mm -hmm. in fast food mcdonald's burger king unequivocally they stand apart from everything because they chose something wendy's just went like hey you know like whataburger and in and out and all this stuff like it's all just just burgers like it's just burgers let's just do that cheap and they did well in and out's cheaper but you know what i mean it's it's the standard it's a it's a standard and that's why I don't like it. I don't want the cheap version of a food I like. I'd rather go to a diner. I'd rather go to a burger joint. If I yeah. want a cheap thing, I want it to be in unique in some way. That's why no, I'll I'm, go buy a Celeste pizza for I'm 99 more, cents, the, and I'll throw term? it in the microwave, and I'll make it soggy, and I'll eat my soggy Celeste, <laughs> and I'll I'm, love it. I'm, I'm more pretentious than that. You know, You're I like got... halfway between me and Mason? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm in the middle there somewhere. I was, I was talking to Jesse the other day, our friend Jesse Willis, about... Uh, box mac and cheeses and he comes Even at I'm me not with this garbage enough for that he comes at me with this great value box mac and cheese i actually lied <laughs> i am garbage enough because since you just said that any store brand velveta shells and cheese like it's not velveta that's the store brand version of it that's my shit i don't care what it is that's where you I... all go that's where Mosher goes that's where you will dude go. it's so good how though. could you compete i mean uh, you have cheese it. that comes out of a packet, and it's like you squeeze it like you're like a paint <laughs> tube. You're just like, yeah. You, hey, pro gamer tip: take the lid of the pot you're using, mm-hmm. put it in there, lid yep. down, and use that as the squeegee when you pull the cheese Definitely packet don't out. Don't have to tell me that. Oh boy, I saw it on it's TikTok. It's a game changer. It's a game yeah, changer. Yeah, Lucas once taught me that you could rip open a packet of ramen and then open the seasoning, dump it in the ramen, <laughs> shake it up, crush the whole thing up, and eat it like like chips. And oh, I was like, see, I'm I'm Whoa. more of a I'm more of a biscuit guy. I'll take the dry, sprinkle over the yep. top, and I. That's that's a decent move. I like the problem that. with that move. No, it's not a decent move. You know why? One bite and poof. Yeah. cracks cracks right into nonsense That's but why. i like that it's the fun i'm a, I'm an adventurous kind of guy you know i so like my the, noodles to go flying the only thing that charles missed was you crush it up before you even open the pack so that it doesn't go everywhere charles yours would have been real it. fucked up man you would have <laughs> opened it tried to do it in there noodles would have been flying which i would have loved i just proclaimed to be a noodle flyer it would have been a whole thing 
Okay, so let's jump back to what it does to you. Okay, so uh, here I have a question for the crew, right? Mm. It is it is answer in any order you de- you deem fit. It is standard uh, uh, joke uh, fodder. It, it's an immediate choice for people to make the joke. Eat at insert blank fast food diarrhea. That's a standard. That's a classic joke. Yeah. Everyone says mm-hmm. it about Taco Bell. They say it about McDonald's. They say yep. it about sure. fucking whatever KFC. Like Popeye's greasy chicken makes the chicken grease out your ass. Whatever. I have never once experienced any sort of stomach discomfort based off the amount of fast food I've eaten. Doesn't matter what the fast food place is. Uh, I can I cram seven some... Arby's beef and cheddars into my mouth and be like, <laughs> oh, wow. "I'm good. I don't." That did not bother me. When you eat, when you ate that Mosher's card Taco Bell. No, that was my you... brother Andy, not Mosher. <laughs> it made you. It made you immune for life. Um. Oh, was it really? That made me violently sick. I had to go to the hospital. For that. Know, yeah. <laughs> but that was and that was a month I, old. That's that where I'll different. go with this. Is I notice when I eat some of those places, uh, I mean it doesn't mess with my stomach too bad, except for like sometimes, I, I'll get like like rabbit poops. Like I'm I'm almost constipated. Like you're dehydrated. I don't and think I, I've ever been constipated in my life. So the only thing that upsets my stomach fast food wise consistently is the McGriddle. When I eat a McGriddle, I oh, he went there. I wasn't gonna bring it up. He did that I on purpose. Of, I, I know. I did. I was covering two topics at once, and we had to talk. About <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't so, even subtle about it. You know, I was going to bring this up. Go ahead, boys. This, let's hear this it. I was earlier. considering not talking about it. I was going to say that Keanu no, Reeves is like the McGriddle of acting. You're such a fucking piece of trash. <laughs> you know that you're a piece of trash. And, and no, so first off, you can thank McGriddle. You can kiss McGriddle's dick for even making fast food breakfast a thing for you, okay? Is... Without that, it's almost nothing. Like, yeah, okay, places earned uh, biscuits and, and sausage for a while, whatever. The McGriddle yeah. made fast food breakfast a desirable trait of a fast food restaurant, and you know that. I, I can't, I can't do it. Secondly. There is absolutely nothing wrong with mixing maple with sausage, which is what the McGriddle is. It's the it's the pan- maple pancake. They actually put little maple cubes in the pancake batter when it cooks off, so it's got little maple nuggets, and then there's the sausage and the cheese and the egg, however you want to get it. Now they just make McGriddles with sausage. Whatever. The point is, that's a flavor combo for the ages. Syrup and sausage. I had this. Uh, it is. It is. I'll give you that. And... And don't give me that. Give it to yourself, Mr. Waffle Guy. Yeah, waffles are great, but they don't go on breakfast sandwiches. They don't. All right, no. so so listen. No, so listen. I reserved my opinion about this earlier specifically so I could bring it up now. I have a couple of multifaceted opinions about the McGriddle. First of all, when I eat it, it gives me a stomachache. Second of all, Every yes, time right. or the Maple? last time you did it? No, every time. It okay, I was just curious. That was just for Consistently, it's the only fast food that does something about okay. Like syrupy ass pancakes going into my stomach, it followed by sausage. Ass, yep. So, so I do agree. Maple and sausage, great flavor combination. I think the flavor of a McGriddle great. is pretty good. Um, but I agree with Lucas on this. I prefer waffles to pancakes. And one oh, of yeah. the worst things about the McGriddle is this: when you have two pancakes and you're sandwiching something between them, they get like crumbly, and your sandwich is falling apart. So you let just me ask. cram it in your mouth hole before no, it like let me ask falls you. into pieces. Let me ask you first. <laughs> Go ahead and ask me. Yeah, waffles are better than pancakes. I'm not going to argue that. Sure. They're, they're better. They're great. If, I wish waffle breakfast sandwiches existed because I'd be there. I, I'd yeah. be so here's so here's something. Why don't they? 
Why does it have to be a pancake? Because why can't it be a waffle? Because of the oh, patriarchy, dude. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. But here's the McGriddle conundrum. You are 100 percent right. It is too soggy for what it is. You know what else is way too soggy for what it is, and is yet one of the best breakfast sandwiches out there? Croissants. Croissants should not be used for breakfast sandwiches, but when they are, yeah. you you thank your stars that you got to at least exist at the same time that this sandwich did. So yeah, when I you're eating, choose croissants. When you're eating a McGriddle, else. if you take the wrapper off before you eat it, you are an idiot, and you deserve to, that your kids never learn how to read. Like <laughs> you hold that thing in the wrapper while you eat it, so you do not have a crumbly mess. You have a bite, pull back, a bite, pull back. Same way you would eat a Shake Shack or an In and Out Burger. Bite, pull back. You don't freaking never, just hold I've it in your hand. I, oh, they're I, very good. We should get Shake Shack in cause... Boston. You would, ver- yeah. No, hold on, Charles. Add that to the list. Shake Shack is a must. Ooh. Okay. Shake Shack. Uh, Continue. Add it to the list. I, I had a I had a McGriddle recently when I went out to Oregon with Matt. Uh, and is we it had Oregon this... or Oregon? Have I been it's, saying it wrong it's, my it's, whole life? It's it's Oregon. Like like your organs. Damn it! I'm an idiot. I, I just say Oregon. I've I've said Oregon too. Yeah, you know why? You know why I say it. It's Oregon it's the trail. trail. Yeah. yeah, it's Oregon Trail. It's because of the trail. No, it's oh the Oregon God. Trail. Or trail strikes again. Continue. Uh, so, uh, Matt had the same argument. The McGriddle is the best breakfast sandwich he's ever I, did, I will not say that. Oh. Okay, good. I did not say best. I've already said what I think the best is. Uh, so Is it the Wendy's Baconator? I missed no, that it's, part. It's no, it's the BK croissant. There's a problem uh, with the Wendy's Baconator burger, uh, breakfast burger. We'll get there. Continue. Okay. Uh... And Matt explained the same thing that you did because he grew up with like hunting and everything and you get fresh maple syrup from down the road. And like when you have all your breakfast foods right there together, what he's true. like, he, 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 it's genius. And, and I tried one. I, I, I knew I didn't like them. I gave them a try again and I instantly got sick to my stomach because it's, it's just too Racist. much. It's so rich and like, it it's is, like, it is it's very too rich. much sugar. It is very rich. It is, <laughs> it is very. It is very rich. I cannot. I can't. I can't. I can't argue. Yeah. A disclaimer: We're not suggesting anybody eat at fast food or put their. Oh no! I am one hundred percent suggesting that. I think fast food's <laughs> like, like. I will never rally against fast food. I'm sorry. You got I'm, me. I'm you, indifferent. I I don't I just eat don't fast wanna... food much, but I also don't like. No, fuck people, dude. It. We live in a capitalist society. Yes, I go eat the be... cheap fast food. Get out there. Kill yourself like the rest of us. Okay, I'm not responsible for the the damages. There we go. All right, I am. That's all. It's a disclaimer. I'm not responsible. And I'll take half responsibility. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you're at your own risk. But, so, real quick, two things. Two things. I don't think it's the best of all time, but I think much like... Someone like oh no, I was gonna make a sports rep. No, you guys like do you guys like NBA? No, we'll go with yeah, yeah. We'll go with someone else. We'll go with someone else. No, much like uh, Emmett Smith as a running back. People claim he's the best. Others claim he don't. Then there's a big discussion about whether he is or not. It's a big thing. The point is not whether or not he's the best. It's that he's good enough to be in the conversation at all times amongst everyone. If you hate him, there's a, a person on the other side probably too telling you you're an idiot. If the fact of the matter is, they're in there. The the McGriddle yeah. is in the conversation, whether you love it or hate it, bar none. I think you're. I think you're right in that I have to respect the McGriddle for. That's all I'm asking is respect. I just have to respect it. It's the I'm most iconic like fast food breakfast sandwich, yeah. hands down, yeah. without yeah. a doubt. Now, when you think breakfast fast food sandwich, you think McGriddle. 
Best breakfast uh, fast foods, Burger King. It's a just it just to me to me. I'm, I'm gonna say to me. I'm not gonna say across the board to me. The reason why is because they give you the most little itty bitty sandwiches. Even the breakfast baconator is small compared to a normal baconator. Um, it's still it, it big. Is. It's still big, but it's small compared. Burger King's breakfast is freaking. Their burritos are actual burritos, not like McDonald's little little hot dog shit yeah. things. They're real burritos. But here's the problem with the uh, breakfast baconator. It is more of a burger sandwich than it is a breakfast sandwich. It is it's not a breakfast sandwich. Yeah, there's egg on there technically. It's not a breakfast sandwich. It's a there's it's egg, a full sausage on. and cheese. It's a full but the size and of bacon. it bacon. The extra sauce that they add to it to sweeten mm-hmm. it up with their ketchup, the bacon, it's a full burger meal. A breakfast sandwich to me, this is a to me thing again. It's something I can eat and feel all right about. The the breakfast baconator though you want to talk about rich you want to talk about weighing down your stomach that's a full fucking burger thing yeah i love it no and so you, don't ever call it, don't you, you ever call first thing the, in the morning when you want to start yeah, your day off are you kidding me oh, you do. know what now i'm mad again you're gonna call the mcgriddle too rich to handle and yet you're gonna eat freaking this entire thing and then also probably a hash brown and also probably your favorite lemonade apparently and you're gonna be like yeah this is a good start to my day I feel good. Yep. I feel real good. Some potatoes, some nice. I'm so greasy. mad right now, mm. dude. I can't get over this. It's so it's so good. It's like it's like, oh, it's so good. You know what it is? It's the hypocrisy. It is. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what really does it for me. That's what really pushes me to my limit. <laughs> I never, um, I never in my life. Okay, so I had something else <laughs> I wanted to delve into here. I Wait, had, hold like, on. Is it non-food related? It's uh it's related to consumption but not food okay i have one final food thing to get on okay so i said i actually i can delete that i can check this off on my google keep i said uh about the fast food i've never had it really upset my stomach i can take that a step farther and say that i've never eaten so much of a shitty thing that i felt bad like people will be like oh yeah i ate a whole bag of doritos and now i'm kind of like out of energy or oh yeah i ate two snickers for breakfast and i'm whatever for me maybe it's a placebo thing on both ends it could be a placebo for them it could be a placebo Mm -hmm. for me fuel is fuel and i always feel pretty good that being said how many deviled eggs do you think you can eat in one sitting Uh, all of them i no no think of it at least 17 yeah okay 17 is a respectable that's a lot but it's a respectable number Mm -hmm. i could probably eat somewhere between 10 15 but i would feel like garbage afterwards and uh, I did not feel like garbage. So, so here's here's something that delves into what you were <laughs> just proud. saying, dude. You were you were just saying, um, okay. So, so there's two different factors to this. Uh, your biology is probably different than Lucas's biology and my biology. 100%. That's all three separate things. Now, you did say maybe I'm just placeboing myself, and that's a whole factor. So yeah. you can placebo yourself to a degree. You can be running and like hurt your ankle a little bit, and you're like, oh, it's all in my head, and you can run it through. However, if you run and you snap your ankle, you can't be, you're not placeboing. You have a physical limitation that's happening. So there's probably a mixture of the two. Like you might be mentally telling yourself, ah, it's not really making me feel that sick. But also if it hits your stomach and it causes a physical reaction, that's something that it's hard to placebo. Yeah, you can't overcome that. Yeah. 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 You're going to throw up and that's not on, (laughs) I can't brain power that out. Yeah. I'm with you. I think the biggest thing that happens with in general is just sweets. Other than that, I me too it's usually not too bad 
you have no I don't I don't consume a lot I of eat. I don't consume a lot of sweets Bro. so when I eat sweets I don't really like Franny gets me candies them. for Christmas and I'm like he's will last me like a week I will sit in that chair and I'll eat a bag of chocolate pretzels I'll grab my trolley gummy worms I'll have my hot cocoa I'll just yeah. keep going and I'm like I can't once I once you pop you just can't stop I'm a Pringles can I just yeah. I will keep eating it and I'll feel so the reason why I asked about deviled eggs we had a big Easter party last weekend. Okay. Phenomenal. Greatest time. Like, I, it was so much fun. I made 30 deviled eggs and uh, forgot to bring them out for the party because we got, you know, people were drinking, playing games, doing our this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Forgot to bring them out. I also made two full hams and only half of one got eaten. So I've been eating leftovers. Yesterday. Yesterday? The day before? What's today? Today is Wednesday. So yesterday, I'm sitting down here at my computer sitting in my office with a plate of grilled bacon. And I'm like, you know what? It's about lunchtime. It's like 11 o'clock. I should probably eat some of these leftovers that we got built up. So I go and grab a tray of deviled eggs, and I put it on my desk. And I sat here, and I pull one out, num, num, num. Pull one out, num, num, num. I wasn't looking at what I was doing. I was kind of eating. I ate 15 of them just sitting here. I just ate 15 deviled eggs just sitting. And I work a sedentary lifestyle. I'm not a big dude. I'm a little dude. I'm 5'8". I'm 165 pounds. Like, I'm not a big dude. Um, and I'm just popping them, popping them, popping them. And then I, I like, in my head, I was like, that was a bad idea. Like, you shouldn't <laughs> have eaten 15 of these deviled eggs without, I hadn't drank water. I hadn't had breakfast. I just <laughs> ate that many deviled eggs. Because I wasn't digging. I was doing my thing. I like the taste. I'm doing sure. my thing. Okay, what what time did this happen? 11 o'clock. Okay, 10, 11 o'clock. 10.45, 11. You know, it was getting to lunchtime, so I got it in preparation for lunchtime but then i just started and you didn't eat breakfast i'm trying to get the full visual I'm yeah painting the picture. um so All i'm right, sitting here my laptop goes to my left here my main computer is in front of me like my personal computer so i'm like doing my thing doing my thing doing my thing reach over num 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 doing my thing reach over num 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 I, it only took about 20 to 25 minutes for me to realize that i was almost done with the plate now i'm not gonna stop i'm gonna finish the plate but that was when i was like oh i've only got like four left oh no well Nom, 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 nom. Like, I'm not full. <laughs> I felt like a million bucks that day. I felt I so damn good. Because the reason why I say that was, like, I was legitimately, like, I shouldn't have eaten that many eggs. I'm going to get gassy. I'm going to feel bloated. My stomach's going to get kind of upset because that's a lot of cholesterol. TJ's going to be heartbroken when he finds <laughs> out. Um, I, like, mm-hmm. felt shitty right. about it. But as the day went on, I kept, like, because I was talking with Kyle and James in the Discord, and I was like, I still feel good. So, like, I was, again, I could be half and half physiology, half and half uh, placebo, but I was like, I feel great. I don't want to eat lot more. Of, it's a lot I don't of lean protein, more. too, actually. And, yeah, yeah. and if you didn't it's eat It's literally just and then cholesterol, and protein, and fat. Lunch. It's just those three things in one, like, clump. I mean, that's Honestly, if you, you didn't eat, if you didn't eat breakfast, and then if you didn't eat lunch afterwards, no, I, I mean, you might have hit afterwards. the... No, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> That was my eggs, okay? I had my eggs, and then I want to get some... I made a chicken sandwich. <laughs> All right. Okay. Never mind. Well, that's, I, I have to say, so my experience was at a Fourth of July party. Um, and Don't you love when you see the tray sitting there on the table? I, I do, and and I kept going back, and I I was forcing myself to like slow down and like let some other people pick at it. But I was watching the plate most of the time just to see if other people would eat it, and like saw one or two other people eat oh, out you're off one of it. those guys you don't want to clear the plate you want to make sure everyone gets a hand and you're a fool i know or he game. just or he just waits until different people are around it and he's like all right it's not the same people they won't keep saying <laughs> this isn't weird i'm not eating 10 more right, right, right. okay I'm uh, listening. and uh towards the end of the 
the party thinks, you know, a couple of people had left, and uh, I had done some stuff. I come back, and I'm like, why are there still so many deviled eggs left? Why aren't people eating these deviled eggs? You know, Rhonda spent, you know. <gasps> Rhonda's? Hour... Yeah, Rhonda oh, made these okay. deviled eggs. I've completely and, am in the headspace now. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, does anybody else want deviled eggs? And they're like, nope. And I'm like, all right, then. I'm finishing these. That's your grave. And I did it. And you know what? I felt million great. Bucks. Million I did. bucks. I did. I felt great. Yeah. And now uh, I guess the next extreme to wonder about is how many could you eat altogether? So I'll admit at 15, I was getting there. Yeah. Like I said, I still had lunch, but you know, like this happens to me. I said Doritos earlier, but Doritos is a big one for me. Uh, cool Ranch Doritos, which is my personal favorite flavor of Doritos. Once you get like, no, that's not true. Sweet, sweet and spicy chili is my favorite. Oh, but anyways, the the purple bag. Yeah. Anyways, when you get like to the point where your fingers are covered, you know, yep. you got the you got the covering. You you start your mouth starts to go. I can't do more of this flavor. It's not necessarily your stomach. It's your mouth being like, I can't do more yep. of this. At about fifteen deviled eggs, I was getting to the you gotta switch it up, brother. <laughs> so. And I did. I did. I have another tray that I never ate, and they're actually still in there. I'm probably going to go throw them out. Um, I got to that point with them. So I'm going to say, to answer Charles's question, 19. Four more on top of the 15 I ate, that's, I'll, I'll say 19, and I can't. I'm done. Yeah. That's respectable. That's a respectable number. Now, you were just talking about eating those chips. For me, that's hot fries, which have this unique oh. experience when I'm eating them, is that it's not too hot that I that I'm like wow I can't eat any more of these, but it's hot enough that I'm like if I stop eating these something bad will happen. So I have <laughs> to just keep eating them, and I'm like stuffing them into my face, and I'm starting to get sweatier and sweatier progressively, and I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to finish this bag, and then it's gone. <laughs> you do though. So I have a problem with with hot fries, and I don't mean to make it gross, but do you guys well, I got know a what? Problem with you. Right. No, no, no. It's not a problem like that. It's a problem with okay. the amount I can eat. Yeah, Do you it's know... stuck in your teeth. No, well, I love that. When food oh. gets, like, eating milk duds and you're like, ang, ang, ang. I love that. I, I don't know. It's, it's fun. I'm just having fun. I'm just playing. <laughs> but anyways, uh, do you know what Olestra is? No. Olestra is a, is a, is a weight loss uh, supplemental thing. And what it is is it's a fat alternative that... It, it doesn't allow your body to digest it, so it comes out the other end in the same. Uh, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it? Like liquid state yeah, that it, it comes was. Out like so peat moss. In in the nineties, <laughs> there was a pair uh, a brand of chips called I don't remember what they were called Wow Chips or something like that. And Lay's also used it. They used Olestra for fat free because at that time they thought fat was the big issue, and now we know it's like more sugary stuff. But anyways, you would eat a shit ton of these diet chips, and grease would literally leak out of your butt. literally you can't it doesn't your body can't absorb it and because it stays oily it doesn't collect in your poops it just flows out your butt so the oily nature of hot fries even though it's not olestra makes me think of greasy assholes so i can only eat a few (laughs) i'll eat like three handfuls and i'm like my fingers start to get greasy and the inside of my mouth gets coated and i'm like oh that's right greasy assholes you gotta stop and i roll the bag up and i put it away yeah i'm not yeah i I, I used to eat them a lot that happened 
But eat I, eat, not a eat half fan. a bag of, of, of fries and then stop and reflect on the the physical nature of the inside of your mouth and your fingers and just 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 take a take a quick introspection on the greasy asshole nature of it. Uh, stop trying to take this away from me. Hot fries are one of the best snacks there is. It sh- it's it's on one of mine and Jeff's list to do in the future. Hot fries rule, but greasy asshole. Yeah. So I, so while we're while we're talking about uh, greasy asshole, oh wait, do you have something else to add, Lucas? No. Was that I your like, segue I to call this. him a greasy asshole? That was brutal. No. <laughs> well, uh, I'm talking about greasy assholes. Luke, you got anything? So so the other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, caffeine consumption in a day. So I was oh. listening to something the other oh, day that said that said that the healthy amount of caffeine to drink before you start to experience adverse health effects is 400 milligrams yep i drink i drink one cup of coffee at max two cups of coffee in a day Uh, one's about what like 80 to 120 depending on how strong it is yep yeah i mean you can split the difference and call it 100 so you can say that four cups of coffee would be the max amount that's a recommended max yeah and and i'm at most i drink half of that in a day uh, and I was talking to my coworker Matt about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, same dude. I don't drink more than two cups of coffee. I usually only drink one because it makes me irritable and it makes me unfocused after a certain period of time." And then we both proceeded to have a second cup of coffee right after this discussion. Right. Um, I only not I, lost to anyone. I already know for a fact that Lucas consumes a lot <laughs> of caffeine, today. and I was thinking to myself, "How much caffeine do the two of you consume?" I consume a lot of caffeine. So. I actually, what, what is that, I, though? I knew that. all this, uh, these numbers that you're spitting out and everything, because I looked into it, because I do consume a lot of caffeine. He at does, times. he does, that's true. Um, at times, like, it's not all the time. We were building computer. he's like, I gotta go grab Red Bulls, dude. <laughs> and he went and grabbed a four-pack of Red Bulls. Like, he was like, yeah, I gotta do it. I, I need it. Um, but I, I went a step further, because I, I consume about 300 to 400 a day. Um, yeah. I try to limit it um, to not do too much. And I drink those yerbas, you know, the yerba mate. Which, which have those a lot are, of caffeine. Those are strong. Yeah. Those have 100, like 200. 160 yep. per 160. can. Uh, they do have the 200 milligram can. I don't remember the flavor. One of them oh. is 200. I think it's yeah, marketed I have though. Had, so. I have really. had a 200 milligram yeah. before. Uh, but you look at these bangs and things like that. 300. That 300 per can. And I have some friends that drink two or three of them a day. Yeah, I believe and that, that. I mean, I okay. So I watched this uh, study. It's too much. Uh, it's too much. On That's um, a lot. different drugs and how they crystallize, you know, based on their molecular structure and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of different drugs, like marijuana and and psilocybin and and even even opiates, like you know, uh, heroin and and different stuff like that. They had very, like, natural formations, uh, you know, things you would see in nature that, that are kind of, uh, you know, sequential or symmetrical in some nature and, and actually kind of looked cool. But when you got to the formation of caffeine mm-hmm. and amphetamines, they were erratic and they looked like they looked like sharp, jagged. It, they looked like unnatural like they would not they would not mingle with your body well right you know when you look at the shape of molecules and how everything goes together and it's just like caffeine is definitely a very powerful drug so 
that's one reason why I do still drink a lot of it, but... Um... <laughs> that was like a segue into here's why you shouldn't, and you're like, and that's why I can't stop, and I'm going to go for it. I don't know what it is about that, like, unnatural feeling, because I, I, I don't really like to do, well, drugs anymore. Uh, so, like, caffeine <laughs> is... <laughs> well no so so I'll, I'll piggyback off him because I, I i understand what he's saying but from the other side of it so like i didn't get into drinking caffeine at all until just a, like basically when i started eb uh at best buy when i was working out here not the one back there uh nos is what they stocked at best buy oh, for yeah. whatever reason that's what they like yep. to stock it not red bull not monster not rockstar whatever and so everyone drank them and i was like whatever that's fucking stupid and then we moved out to connecticut and i'm working at this best buy and they drink it blah I started drinking it a little bit, and then when I started working at EB, they sell monsters in my building because we have a full cafeteria and everything. And Oof. I was like, I'll get one in the morning, right? Whatever. A little pick-me-up. I'm not a coffee guy. I don't like the taste of it. It's a little pick-me-up. Um, and then it got to the point where I was like, maybe I'll have one at lunch, too. I'll have two pick-me-ups. I'll have two little tasty pick-me-ups. Um, and then I was like, I need to stop drinking caffeine. I don't have an addictive nature to just about anything. Um, well, that's not true. I'm very codependent. I don't have an addictive nature if it's not about people. Boom. So... I was like, all right, I'll stop. So I stopped. And then I was like, oh, I want to try drinking coffee with my wife because Franny loves coffee. So I was like, I'll have a cup with her in the morning. And so I did that for a few months. I was like, I don't like this anyway. So now, the reason why I said all that is now it's to the point where I don't limit the amount of caffeine I'll have in a day. Some days I'll have six, 700 milligrams because I'll have two cups of coffee with Franny in the morning. I'll make one of my energy. I have these, uh, like, uh, you know, they'll put in a water bottle packets. Mm -hmm. And those are 100 milligrams. I'll make one or two of them, and maybe I'll even have another. I'll have Franny make a pot of coffee in the evening. I don't care. And some days I'll have none at all. I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, meh, I'll eat more deviled eggs today. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go about my day. But the reason why, uh, uh, what, what I want to say with Lucas is I'm not a drugs guy, and I never have been. The mm. most intense thing I've ever, well, that's not true. I've done some pretty crazy things. But it's like one-offs. Uh, you know, I've smoked a little bit here and there. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't do drugs, but I I actively am curious what it's like. Like I'm not gonna go start shooting up, but I'm like, wow, everyone out there's experienced all this shit, and I haven't. And I like, I want to know. I don't want to get hooked on it because I'm way too cheap to buy it. But I want to know, and I don't. And caffeine is like, it's almost that for me. Like it's yeah. a drug. So, like, straight up, it's so, my drug so of it choice. Is. Like it's it's the acceptable. It's why I drank for a while there for a few years. I've come down on that, of course. Like I, you know, yeah. last year I was real bad into drinking, and this year I've kind of like made a course correction. Hey, cut that out. Caffeine's my drug of choice because it's the most accessible one that's like everyone's okay with. Straight up. Yeah, so so um again to split the difference between the two of you's opinions, uh I did drugs and also uh <laughs> went through a phase where I did I drank a lot of caffeine. So I was doing both of those things. So I was doing a lot of drugs at one point, I was drinking a lot of caffeine at one point. When I first started working at the place I work now, um I was drinking like three energy drinks a day, I think. And now one cup of coffee is the amount that feels good. Uh, two cups of coffee See, doesn't feel great. I think this one is cup part of, coffee, of it for feels me. Feels right. Feels good. Like I have, I am so disconnected from what my body feels like that I just kind of send it. Like I don't, I'm uh, not, I I'm never be, like, this is anymore. right. And I've never gotten there. And I'm not like, this is my happy point. I'm like, oh. I'll have a few more drinks tonight or, oh, I'll have two more energy drinks and just let my heart race like crazy because who the fuck cares? Like, you know, I, I don't have any sort of like grounding for what feeling good is. I just know yeah. like here's average and here's what weird feels like. Let's go with it. 
I just my... don't love the feeling of caffeine that much. Like, when you get too much of it in you, to me, it makes me irritable. It makes me, like, unfocused. That, that is It makes fair. me feel almost, like, hollow-stomached and, like, weird yeah. and gritty. I just don't love the feeling of it. It makes me feel dehydrated, too. Like, all so, that. Uh, so, that's kind of where I stand with all of it. It None of it is how it makes me feel. It's all about the ritual of it. It's kind of like... Yeah, the behavior. It's the... Yeah, it's the... Uh, the yeah, the habitual kind of routine that comes with you know drinking your caffeine you know whether it's coffee i still drink coffee from time to time uh but it's that you drank a cup of coffee in my house like three hours I, ago i did because i didn't have much caffeine today uh so i i wanted to have a cup of coffee but uh that it's it's the same as like when you know we smoke cigarettes or or anything that we've become addicted to for me because, you know, I can just stop drinking. I can just stop doing drugs. You know, I've done all these things over the years. But, like, with you, it was always the people involved. And so, like, yeah. I was always gravitated towards people who wanted to hang out and spend time together. But they wanted to do drugs while they did it. And so, you know, you start to use drugs as almost like a social... Well, I mean, drinking. Uh, drinking is the acceptable version. It's the legal exactly. version of that. Literally, like, I'm a, a social drinker, you'll hear people say. Right. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're and not. And that's, that's, that's basically what I've learned over, over time is that I think that part of it is a lot more powerful. And then once people are alone, they're stuck with, you know, the The substance. residual habits, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, residual habits. And the people are gone. Yeah, yep. that's definitely true. I, I totally agree with you. And I also definitely have had that conversation about the ritual of things with uh, Matt Kastenhuber back in the day when we used to do uh, everything. <laughs> like, we'd, you know, pop an Adderall in the morning and then drink, like, 70 cups of coffee and smoke a million cigarettes. And Matt uh, had this conversation with me where he was like, yeah, dude, I just measure everything in terms of consumption. Like, I've consumed this many of this in a day and this many of this. And he's like, and I kind of love it. And that kind of goes into what you were saying about the ritual of everything, I think. Yeah. Well, you I think it, it bleeds into, like, like these virtual lives that we live these days, you know, where we have these – it's almost like we have these collections of things, whether it's, like, a collection of photographs on Instagram or a collection of skins on a video game. It's like we're all kind of collecting these things and, and adding them to our little shrines and, and keeping them – I mean, this is going off a little bit, but, but yeah. I, I, I see I, video games are not inherently bad. A lot of these things that, that affect people's lives inherently are not bad themselves, but bro, I hate the term inherently <clears throat> because they were what? created without any intention of being bad or yeah. Cause like, it's kind of oh, like my issue the with like, the, yeah, I know where this is going. It's kind of like my same issue with, like, true objectivity, which I, I will yeah. rant about and rave about for a long time. Like, fucking, it's it's justification. Everything it's just, is self-justification. Like, fuck you. Yes, it's bad. It's also good. Who cares? It you is. Just fucking move on from that. I'm and, sorry. And that's like why the I was going yeah. to gonna. I, I thought you were going to jump into the better than it has any right to. Oh, don't, e <laughs> don't even. No, no, no. I'm not willing to take it there right now because, God, that pisses. That's a different kind of hate because that actually means something. These kind of mean something, but in a way that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I guess that's just a common way I hear things explained. Um, but, 
you know, it really does come down to the perception of it. Because, like, you know, I I enjoy playing video games. I do. But I have a personality that is it's detrimental for me to play video games long term because I'll treat it the same as an addiction, like drinking or, or, or something else. Right, I, not right. everybody treats it that way. Right. But, you know, I fall into that, that, that habit. Uh, and I've seen, like, some children. I was talking to this nine-year-old kid. It was like cousin Johnny's girlfriend's kids or something. We were giving him a ride over to the farm, and he's in the backseat talking, and, you know, nobody's paying attention to this kid, but he's all going on about how, like, he's like, I don't want to play these video games, but, like, when I go to go to sleep at night like i dream of them i like i see them when i Bro, close you can my just eyes. say you grew up with connor and we'll all understand <laughs> and, that's not that is both not an insult at connor and also an insult at connor because like that right. was him it was and and just hearing him be like i don't want to do this but like this is this is all i do and and i don't know how to stop and i'm like does anybody hear this kid talking right now? He sounds like he's at a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. Like, <laughs> like is anybody going to intervene here? Or Guys, I'm trying like... to stop, but I can't. <laughs> and so, I, I don't know. There's... Like, do we need to drive this kid down to the rehab facility? <laughs> there's a lot of those behaviors that I think, depending on what you know, medium that that behavior displays itself in, it, it gets looked at as you know detrimental or helpful or whatever but really we're all just using the same tools with whatever thing even if it's like crafting right everything's a vice literally everything's a vice that's how humans work you you have to find something to cope with reality and that's like i'm really into cooking and i'm really into soccer and i'm really into cars and it's like okay that's just your vice like cool i mean really that people tell each other that it's healthy to do that like if somebody's like man i'm feeling really depressed they say, maybe you should go in on a hobby. Like, really, really obsess yourself with something to distract yourself from the way that reality is. That's really what people are saying when they tell themselves to, you know, or a, tell each I, other to, like, get into a hobby, you know what I you mean? You know what's an absolutely great series based off rejecting reality and causes the end of the world? The Matrix. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, you Watch watched it. it? Oh my god, I watched it like a year ago. It's one of my so, favorite things ever. I, this I, is I, a I great segue. Nope, nope, nope. nope. So this is a great segue because I saw a post okay, you had okay, on okay, Facebook okay. the other day about Akira. And... Akira sucks. No, 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 no. Ah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Continue. So uh, I compare a lot of the things because they're from, I mean, close in time, anime uh, timeline-wise. But, right, right, right. Time, yeah. Uh, you know, there was like you got to think of the culture in the world at that point in time. Like with Akira, it was one of the uh, the first kind of weird animes that you know introduced you know like the human being this powerful the, the faulty product. Right. Well, I wouldn't say faulty, but no fucking faulty. That dude went berserk. He did. He, he broke. Did. And he even tried to unbreak when he was broken. Oh, help right. me. Look at me. I'm all crazy. Like, no, fuck you. You just tried to murder me three times over. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Right. I, but I that... still think the most memorable part was where he popped those people in the hospital. Uh, yeah, in the hallway. he straight up mind. He scanners them. I don't know if you guys know that reference, but he straight up scanners them. Uh, I, don't know that reference. I think it, it speaks to, like, uh, the potential of the human mind and, you know, we have he was a damaged person you know yeah. nobody well, no, would the, listen 
The story is... Are we critiquing it or analyzing it? These are two different things right now because you know how uh, I don't really like it. You you were know. you were critiquing it. I was analyzing it just to defend it because so I, I think it's wonderful. The and, story... and I'll split the difference in being analyzing So the story itself is very easy to follow. It is it is like the most textbook story ever. It is. Kid is bullied, gets superpowers, goes a little crazy. Woo. Oh, also a little bit of a government conspiracy. Woo. Though the story I have no complaints with. It's a it's a it's a standard generic story. The delivery of it, however, is not that cerebral. It's not. The the story the animation's incredible, the styling's beautiful and the art is otherworldly mm. for its time. No questions. But the delivery of the product is the most batshit insane lack of execution I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, hey, what's this? Don't worry about it. It's gone before you know it. Um, he's doing these crazy dream sequences. We're not going to really elaborate on it. And that's fine because he's dealing with these superpowers. But we're going to try to make the superpowers a standard story thing. But we're actually going to kill the guy that's in charge of it. So we don't even got to worry about that either. Now, let's get back to the fact that the kid's sad. And it's like, no. You're not doing, you're not being abstract, you're not being direct, and you're not being elaborate and or clever. You're being, like, a version of all three that doesn't meld. I think they they were good at being subtle about uh, putting story points in there along the way. Uh, they literally give be, you the weird fair, alien family immediately. They I give you the government takeover like immediately, and they yeah. make the world's largest point that the kid's kind of bullied when his girlfriend gets fucking wrecked, and then they come to save him, and he's upset about it. They don't lay anything on cleverly. They're like, no, this yeah. is it. And then, they, and then they try to hide it with this background dreamscape and this sort of like LSD tripped visuals and then he gets powers that you don't understand they can do everything but they can't do everything but they can and he's like oh fuck yourself are you kidding yeah. me? so so if you'll recall when we last discussed this movie Kevin uh the things I brought up were the same thing I just brought up the hospital scene where he pops the the hospital wards and the fact that they drove around those motorcycles and that's because I think that's all I remember from this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been like 10 to 15 years since I've seen this movie. Yeah, I just rewatched it recently. And it is. So to your credit, what they are trying to accomplish with the more philosophical side of it, I think yeah. they do accomplish. It's just that the way you have to get there, the excuses you have to make for it. Because like, for example... I'm not going to call Evangelion great. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorites. But they also have kind of the same issue, which is why you probably... Yes. Yeah, they have the same issue. It's an issue. It's it's awesome for me because I like the way one did it and the one didn't. But it, either yeah. way, neither of them did it in a, in a coercive manner. Yes. So that's what I was going to uh, lead to because I watched Evangelion and... Charles, watch it. It's incredible. Evangelion, to me... Okay. It, it, it's a show so yeah well they so also have the movies if you want to speed run i did i did i did i was gonna i don't watch like the them movies, as much i'd, I I'd probably uh, speed run to be i've already honest. seen the show uh, they are different you yeah, get the I, gist I can, and they're different yeah but uh, i don't want to intake any more lengthy shows i got no, it's like not lengthy. 20, 20 24 ep 25 episodes yeah, it's it's yeah, not that's lengthy not, that's not lengthy to you because you're not you watching also made me, things. you made me watch uh 
Gundam War in the Pocket or Pocket in the War. You made me watch Samurai Shampoo. Fuck you. Watch Evangelion. <laughs> I had to sit through that. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe you're saying that right now. Samurai well, Shampoo yeah, was so that bad? No, 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 no. Like no, Samurai no, Shampoo. I liked it. It's not that it's that bad. <clears throat> it's fine. But it's I'm, that I'm pretty I sat sure I've it. watched that three oh. times with you, Lucas. I'm pretty know, sure I've that you and that. I have watched Samurai Shampoo numerous times. Quite a few times. times. Yeah. My problem um, with Samurai Shampoo is that the story doesn't matter and the move, the show is irrelevant. You could never hear that, never watch that show in your entire life, and you have the same idea of that show as someone who's watched it a million times. The show doesn't matter. Every episode is irrelevant, and at the end of the day, they all walk away like whatever. Isn't that life, though? No. I have to deal with every consequence in my life. Everything matters, unfortunately. It's a yeah, really uh, big issue, actually. Let's 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 pause all that for a second. What were you about okay, to say okay, about okay, more in the pocket, Lucas? Yeah, in the pocket. Oh, I was just saying you made me watch that uh, War in the Pocket, and that that was great. But by the end of it, I was I was completely defeated. I, yeah. I mean, It'll it'll defeat you, all right. That's a defeated one. <laughs> These so back I do to, intend on. to watch that one too. By the way, that's on my back list. to I don't, Evangelion I don't really, and Ekra. I don't really know anything about it to be honest. Mm -hmm. I just twenty four uh, episodes sounds like a big undertaking to me. I I agree with Kevin about uh, first of all the the way that they do like the trippy, you know, scenes and all that. The second stuff. half of the show, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think they did a worse job than Acura in that. Okay. Uh, even though I thought they were both, I liked the concepts of both of them. Yeah. Uh, being someone, I've been out there, and uh, I I don't know. It's just, it's like you know when you watch a movie and some guy gets stoned and they put a fisheye lens on the camera and like lower yeah. the tone of their voice and it's like that's not yeah. what it's like. Yeah. You know, that's not what it's like when you get stoned. It's like, that's not what it's like when you trip balls. To have an existential what? dread? Is that what you're talking <laughs> about for the other two? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all true. No, I mean, you can trip balls cause... in a bunch of different ways, too. Like, you can but, trip balls on different kind of mushrooms, or there's LSD, it's which true. is different. And then uh, I, I did that thing called 2CE once, and that was way different from any of those things. It's all, it's all different, but... But my point is that, like, it's hard to capture what they're trying to portray. Yeah. Even in a medium that I think is much better for capturing than, like, live action or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, animation is, like, one of the best ways to capture these more profound concepts. But still, I think that with what they were dealing with, it was just. And maybe it's because of the time, but. I don't know. I, I think they were taking on too big of a project, even though they're both great well, shows. So this is, we talked about this with the Keanu Reeves things, actually. The intent. <laughs> Do you know the story behind Evangelion? And, like, how the creator was gonna kill himself? Uh, I knew, I knew a little bit about it, and I thought it had to do with him being, like, liking lollies or something, which he, is why... He, he was, like, insanely depressed and had a bunch of mental issues, and the studio was, like trying to pull budget from him and all these different things and he had to wrap up the series which was why the end it goes from like building i'm not gonna spoil anything for charles but it goes building 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 end the end, reason for yeah. that is like um they were done they were like no we're done with this and he was like what do you mean and he was had issues with overworking and blah blah blah. and then the fan base reacted so poorly to the end of the series which i loved that he made the movie and the movie was a big fucking middle finger to the fan base it was like you want answers 
Here's fucking answers. I don't know if you've seen End of Evangelion, the, the yeah. movie that... Yeah, I have. So, he was like, here's fucking answers. He does a bunch of weird shit. Characters do things that you would never think they would do, but it was like, yeah. here's here to go. And then the actual event at the end is like a visible... Like, it shows you, and he was like, you, you know you can go fuck off and that's why that movie is both very well received by the fans that wanted it and very hated by the fans that didn't is very so the rebuild is supposed to be which is the movies that charles would probably watch because he wants the real food the rebuild is supposed to be a mixture of the two here's a lot more answers here's also a lot more of the vision i intended and it still doesn't work so like again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like defend any of the three versions of this yeah but like the story behind how they all happened makes me appreciate the original ten times more than anything else. Like I'm just I think like, a oh lot my of God. people. I think a lot of people feel that way about Mobile Suit Gundam, which was also condensed into four movies. That some people are like, I can't watch all of Mobile Suit Gundam. It's like eighty episodes and it's old. The animation isn't that good. And then yeah. some people are like, uh, you can't just watch the four movies. You're gonna miss most of what happened. And it's worth I noting like the to, original like to, animation's awesome for Evangelion, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, it, I like it, to take the middle ground on that Gundam thing, too. <laughs> and split that, the difference. Dude knows yep, how to straddle it. a fence like the fucking neighbor on uh, Home Improvement. Right. So He's just what sitting I did, there with his eyes over it. What I did is I watched ten episodes of the original Mobile Suit Gundam and then one of the movies. So, he, <laughs> he did it! He really he did split it! split the difference. That's I what he did. Difference. If there's a title to this episode, it's now split the difference. Say no more, I'll put it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, I just yep. I don't know. We we can talk more about Akira and uh and uh Evangelion more at a later date because you need to watch Berserk, which I think is the best version of any form of personal right. introspection. Oh my god. Um That's on my list actually. I'm more likely to watch all the episodes of Berserk and I am to jump into there, there Neon no... Genesis just because I don't know anything about Neon Genesis, but I'm already slightly hyped so, for Berserk. There so is no as my personality type makes me more like historical to... context and credit to a genre. There is no reason why Berserk is too much to watch. Berserk is a landmark. Evangelion's That's like the weird saying. thing saying that a I bunch of like fans are really Berserk. into, and they're like, trust me, you gotta see it. And it's like, yeah, I agree with them, but no, you don't. Yeah. Berserk is a landmark. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch yeah. it. I wanted don't watch to, the actually, I wanted to, I wanted to read it. I wanted to read the manga. I have not We can hang out all day on Sunday when we get home from Boston, and I'm, oh, I have my green screen up. Deal. And on Monday, and we can we'll just read. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great, because I was going to read them on, um, on that jump, uh, comic app and doesn't have it because it's no not shonen. shonen jump don't have it you'd have to find it through some pirated thing but yeah on paper it's better i have the oversized it's gorgeous we should we should at least read like you know a few chapters yeah um, let's do it Berserk, i'm super Berserk standout it's my favorite story of all time it, it in my personal opinion and i know this is ridiculous and i don't entirely mean it it's more than one piece to me at this point yeah yeah well, one, one piece is kind of it's I different mean, it's it's never going to go away, but... It, yeah. Well, it piece, will, unfortunately, actually. I know. It's pretty clear about that. One Piece for me, I, I wouldn't ever tell somebody they have to watch it or right. anything or like read that. It. Or read it. Uh, but, but if for you those, do... Those fans who have been there, like... I started watching again when new episodes of Water 7 were coming out. So, like, I've been watching it every week since then so i've been at it for 15 a long years time. yeah something like that it's it's been a while Water seven was like 2009 or something 2010 it's like after high school yeah back yeah. when i was in naruto and all that other stuff so yeah 
uh, you know, back when I was just just beginning my weeb, what my weebness. Yeah. Uh, so I so, I actually disagree that I would never recommend it because I've never I've only heard of one person I should say one person I've never heard of anyone who started the series and regretted it. So plenty have stopped. Plenty have been like, you know what? Yeah. I got a hundred episodes uh, issues in or a hundred episodes in. I'm good. Like I'm good. I get yes me. And that's fine. I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, I got this far in and I'm done. No, heck that. So, like, I yeah. would recommend to people, give it a shot. If you don't like yeah. it, stop. And if you do, but cool. But it's, it's a lot. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot. And, but and... so is Game of Thrones. People will recommend that to me all the time. I'm not watching nine shitty seasons of people cry on yeah. camera and get cut. Uh, I'm not doing I like it. Game of Thrones, and I don't really recommend it to Here we go, splitting the difference. That <laughs> yeah, is literally right down the middle. He's 100% right. Did. Well, no, I, I really like Game of Thrones. I've read the book series twice, and I've watched the TV series once, and I probably wouldn't watch it again. Uh, and I thought it was pretty good, except for the last season, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because yeah. it's not really for everybody and yeah. it's very very dense and you have to be like i think it appeals mostly to history buffs because it like requires or, that sort of like interest in memorizing places and figures and stuff and time no, periods even more than that because all of the people at best buy that watched it if you like drama if you if yeah. tnt is your favorite tv station they know there drama, we go. by the way well then watch game of sense somebody's talking well, that's all well, it so is that's the other thing though is is that's not all it is because i like Game no of heck Thrones you and on I the world building heck you no, on I, the it lets you no, elaborate on no. this sweeping nature no it's people crying to each other yeah and i'll tell you no, i have a you're, working you're, theory no, you're talking exclusively about the tv show you're not even yeah, talking that's about what, the book series. yeah i yeah. no you're 100 percent right i am yeah. talking about the yeah i am talking about tv show the tv well, show I is the phenomenon I don't, really... I don't think the books i mean a, a lot of people like the books but the books TV are one of the greatest what... fantasy series of all times so i'll never i'll never yeah I, I like the book series but I i'll that, tell you i will never series. dispute that my working theory and one of my biggest problems uh with game of thrones is that i think it created the i want to bang my sister porn that became so popular. If it did, I will I will thank it gratefully. I'll take it all back. It's my favorite show that's ever existed. I take it all back. I think I think a lot of people didn't you know, it was kind of like a taboo subject, like, well, she's my stepsister and like you know, but then once yeah, Game the of kissing Thrones your cousin thing. Right. Once Game of Thrones did it and put it out there, everybody was like, Oh, it's cool now. No, it's cool. We can I do don't this. know if they took it cool. Well, you know what? In the adult film sector, they definitely did. But I don't know about a general <laughs> population did. Oh, no, step bro. I'm stuck the in adult, the washer. The adult, <laughs> the adult film sector was like, finally. Finally, somebody <laughs> Fucking made it okay. gold mine, baby. Yeah. The fact that it got so popular and stuck around just means that the, it was in there. It was in the... They didn't want to talk about it out loud, but it's in there. Yeah, I mean... Can't George R.R. R. Martin had it kicking around in the back of his mind for years. <laughs> <laughs> that dude did the greatest. He helped make the greatest video game I've ever played in the last. He did. He, he honestly, Elden Ring is getting close to my favorite game of all time. And Hideki Miyazaki. That's well, Miyazaki. Oh come on! I started I mean, okay. going through the Souls games. Oh my god, so good. So 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 getting back into all that, you were saying like when you talk about Game of Thrones, you're like. To heck with the world building. I mean, look at the world building. Look at the world building in Elden Ring. They no, no. It. It's very good. What he's capable of doing that is incredible. That is not what the TV show is recommended to. 
Well, the no. TV the TV show. The TV it's show. It's what the TV show started as, but it turned into something else. Yeah. I watched two episodes from season eight where they go on for ten minutes about how that old bitch knows that Joffrey was killed by I don't remember who the brother. Fuck all that. No, it is a drama series for nine seasons. They everyone got so hard over the fact that Daenerys and Stark finally boned it out. It just no, 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 no. I'm gonna say no three more times. No, no, no. Done. Yep. I'm I'm right with Kevin on this. I uh, I never liked the show. I watched the first season and I watched the the last the finale at that watch party. I watched uh, one and a half seasons and two episodes from season eight, and I will yep. never watch another episode. Okay, and, uh, okay. Uh, now now, uh, I'm not gonna argue for it. I'm gonna be completely cool with you guys not liking it. But what you guys are saying right now is basically about the same as if I were to tell you that I watched like. 15 episodes of the beginning of one piece and then i jumped in at the end and i watched 20 episodes and i here's like, the difference just completely no. determined an opinion about the whole here's thing. the difference from 15 episodes into one piece and the end of one piece is the same show just like game of thrones so yes it is the same thing what you're saying and i would agree with you like hey silly pirate adventure that really doesn't make that much sense and completely absurd character design that does not go away till the end. And if you watch <laughs> 20 episodes of Wano as well, you'd be like, that's still that. Luffy's still doing weird rubber shit. That's yes, like, but, yeah, you'd be right. Yes, but is it also other things? No. No, that's I no other things. That. It's not I mean, dramatic. It's not uh an Not from a core selling. Study. If you work for a marketing firm and they say, give me three words, nope, it is not those. Game of Thrones is a love drama. That is one term that goes right on the fucking poster. Yeah. It's for all them, uh, them vampy chicks at the Renaissance festivals. Oh, they love that. They, they love, love that. They eat that up. Nom, nom, nom. Yep. Well, I Sorry. was talking to Charles about, uh, you know, the things we wanted to talk about and, like, our, our mission, you know, in, in, in our discussions and uh, I remember telling him, I was like, what if we want to talk about important things? You know, will that be boring? And uh, I wasn't bored this whole time, I tell you that much. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I don't know how important the things we talked about were. And I'm all, I'm I think, all right I with think that. We, okay, I think we covered the gamut. We talked, <laughs> we talked a little bit about fast food sandwiches. We also delved into uh, the nature of addiction. We Eggs. talked about a lot of things. We talked um, about some serious I'm things. I'm feeling very left off with the eggs here. Eggs. We talked about eggs. We definitely talked about eggs. We talked um, about... Actually, that's the perfect ending for my last note in Google Keep. Um, uh, I put on there conversational banter. So, I've, you know, I've done this podcast for like five years, and it's honestly not a real podcast. It's me recording with friends and or me talking to myself or like whatever probably, it is. It's been, I'm probably going to link it to a bunch of people. Right, but like it's been a different thing forever. It's it's never been the same thing. It started to talk about movies and comics with Patrick that fell off. Then it was supposed to be uh, a more personal, like uh, a day to day with my friends that fell off. Then it became an anime thing with DJ that fell off. Then it became like I've just done whatever I've wanted on this channel forever. But the thing that always happens when I record with anyone, any of my friends, they like to think I talked to Charles about this. They like to think it's like a radio show, and I'm like, no, it's me and you talking. That's all that matters. Me and yeah. you, that's all that matters. Don't worry about the fact that a mic's there, recording's over. Like, literally, that's irrelevant. I'm not a fucking professional. Like, this show gets heard by two people, and Charles is one of them. So, mm. 
when talking about this with all the different people, they all want to be a different style. Everyone's like, mm. oh, so do you want to do a comedy thing like this? Do you want to do, like, do you want me to research this? Like, like well, what do you want from out of this? And then people will do, I joked on one of my solo casts, like, you have the lean-in people who talk like this. And then you have the people who constantly refer to the to the, to the people out on the, hey, if you're listening to this. And he's like, why are you doing that? You're talking to me, not them. <laughs> like, you're talking to me. So the last topic I put on here was conversational banner because everyone, like, we're not, the conversation we had today proved it. Not like a witty back and forth. Like, you know, when we're talking on the phone and I was joking about my birthday tradition, not joking is a very real thing. I drink whiskey and eat steak. That's a me thing. Um, <laughs> and we were able to riff on it for a while, right? Yeah. That's personal riff. But here on the podcast, there was no personal jokey riffs. It was all like, we were all talking about shit we cared about. Like, that's our style of having a podcast conversation. And I was yeah. just curious if you guys we're aware and or think about how you're talking when we're recording at all. So uh, I'll be more honest. So I forgot go we were recording like 20 minutes in. That's that's the flavor. That's what <laughs> I want, Charles. What about you? Yeah, so I got a lot more of that this time. When we did the list, I was more aware that we were recording. But for this one, I was definitely less aware that we were recording. Uh, I mean, to also, be fair, whether you were aware like someone or not aware like the other person, you were right in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had, I guess I had moments of both. Um, so the other thing is I uh, recommended this podcast to Will. I mentioned that we were going to record a podcast, and he's deep diving. He was listening to uh, one of your old horror podcasts about uh, um, <laughs> about the evil dead from like Oh, he was checking out Halloween in July. So Halloween in July is a is a tradition around these parts. We've done it every single year. This is the first year we failed. Be, uh, well, we did three of them. We didn't do Jake's option. Um, in July, hopefully, sometimes they get released in August, uh, me and my three friends, Craig, DJ, and Jake, we watch horror movies together. The only rule is one of us can't have seen it, uh, and the person who's bringing it has to have seen it. So we watch him, and then we record about him. So he's watching the Evil Dead one. He is not well, going to like how I felt about he's, the Evil no, Dead. He's, well, that's that's why he was listening to it. Um, so, so he's deep diving him. He was like, uh, yeah, I can't wait until you guys release the podcast. I could listen to you guys shoot the shit all day. I'm loving that you guys are going to record a podcast. So there's oh, going to be boy. people who are looking forward to listening to us uh, I, talk I about love random that, shit. I love that people listen to it. It's mostly friends, and I don't care because, like, it becomes an i'm it's so good enough fucking, for me yeah i'm so fucking codependent on friendships but like mm. it becomes another thing to talk about with the people i love they're like hey yeah. by the way i checked this out and now let's talk about it and i'm like oh, you want to converse with me and then i get all excited and like i do my shit i always do so yeah i'm happy put it with anyone whoever listens to this thank you god damn it i love that yeah yeah i mean uh, i'm not opposed to it because like i said you know i, I spent all this time you know, deliberating over, like, you know, what am I going to say? What are we going to talk about? Charles is shooting topics at me, all this other stuff. And and it came down to I, I just got to riff it because that's that's where my best work comes from, honestly, uh, is, is unscripted riffing. Um, we, we hit most of my notes. I had three things we didn't hit, and I'm going to rapid fire them if you guys don't Well, mind. no, 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 rapid fire them. Why are we done? Save it. We've got yeah. podcasts to record for years, so baby. time. That's true. We're going to do this next Wednesday, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I'm. I, I, I want to do this. I want to do this every Wednesday. I want us to consistently do this. Weekly. So Are the issue cool with, with that, that is, and I'm going to say this to you out loud. The issue with that is, Charles, you have run into this every single like six months. It's like on a six month timer. You plan something to do every single day after work. 
and that lasts for about two months, and then you need to stop something in it, which creates a domino effect of multiple things you have to stop doing, which requires the reset at the six-month period. So, like, I'm in. I'm telling you this. I'm in. If Luke's in, I'm in. But, like, don't overbook yourself, bud. Well, if yeah. we need to move it to another day, we'll move it to another day, right? And we, we, and we probably will, but, like, D&D, D&D discussion, this, stream with me and DJ. Like, I just, I'm worried that you're going to get too far and something's going to fall, and then either I'll be disappointed, you'll be disappointed, whoever we do, the things we do with will be... I'm just saying, keep it in your in your dome. That's all. Keep it up top. All right. And I'll next time, cons- we'll talk about D&D. Your oh, concern yeah. would be... Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. With we have a lot. lot to talk about with d and I'm the worst player. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you might no, be the best all... because of it, though. Yeah, exactly. I'll take that, I guess. But <laughs> um, Yeah, we'll talk about okay. that next time, baby. All right. Okay. All right. That's the end of the first attempt by yours truly, Lucas and Charles. Um, I hope you liked it. It was, I got to listen to, I actually listened to a bit of it right now while I was editing, and we, shit's weird. I'm sorry that I dominate a bit and yell a lot and talk too much, but either way, it was a lot of fun. I love being able to talk with my friends and have a good time on the podcast and and goof around with with each other. So if you liked it, like I said, do something to let me know you liked it. Uh, Otherwise, we might maybe start a new one on the side. So all things considered, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. He was Charles. He was Luke. See you in the next one. And as you can see, over here we have the Men of the Machine.